Hello everyone and welcome to episode 33 of the Joyclux Gamescast. I'm your host, Christian Buckley, joined as always by the cozy conductor himself, Kevin Diaz. What's going on? How are we doing? Are you a fan of a particular pen? You I know, know it's a very random question, but it's just because I'm holding a pen right now. I like, um, I think you can't go wrong with Bic, right? Okay, okay, I feel but that. Like, but I, I like the ones that it's like, if you leave the tip on the paper too long, it starts to leak. Like, I like that pen. So, I pref- my one go-to pen is a Pilot G2s. If, okay. if that's like it's the well you'll see on camera when you're editing this podcast but mm. nice pen it was oh. on my desk <laughs> but that is all how are you doing good sir uh doing all right we got a chill episode today definitely which is nice um so why don't we just get into it stuff for patch notes uh first up boring legal stuff um apple and Fortnite, we talked about that a lot last week. Um, actually, not even not that long. But I think anyways, it was the week before, I think, or maybe touching that last week too. But was uh, that last week? maybe, yeah. So, regardless, uh, there was a ruling in the case on Apple versus Fortnite or Epic or whatever the legal cases filed as. Uh, basically, the judge said there has to be a distinction between games not made by Epic that use Unreal Five or Unreal 4 or the Unreal Engine, those have to be allowed on the App Store still, but Fortnite does not have to be brought back on. I don't know if there's other Epic games that are being blocked that would count for this, because Epic makes other games. They don't just make Fortnite, right? Yeah, yeah. I I have to imagine that there's other Epic games, but I know the overwhelmingly, like, majority of, like, the other fear with all this going on, you know, with Fortnite being removed and all that, was the other games being affected that use Unreal Engine? Because that's right. a lot. That's that's that that's a big chunk of games, you know. Yeah. Uh, so good to hear mm-hmm. that they they could all have a have a calm mind that they won't mm-hmm. be kicked off the App Store and stuff like that. So that's yeah. good. Uh, also worth mentioning, Microsoft made an official statement, basically backing up Epic in the whole situation. And I mean, that, like that makes sense because we we saw recently also that Microsoft had to pull XCloud from the App Store because of Apple's mm. very specific terms of service that they don't want you cloud gaming. They want uh, to wait until they develop their own service and then make you use that instead. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely makes sense why they would both be on the same wavelength of that. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. So well. Um, that does it for patch notes. Um, as always, I'll worth it. I'll, it's worth shouting out. We have a Patreon, two dollar tier on Patreon allows you to submit topics that we can bring up in the show. Usually, middle of the show, uh, bots, bonus of the show. So if you have topics of conversation about any ongoing pieces of news that I will post about on Patreon uh, to give you an idea of a prompt or anything else really, um, two dollar tier gets you access to that. So it's early access on a bunch of other shows and uh, influence on them as well. So look out for that. But Kevin, let's talk about the games we've been playing over the past seven days. Indeed. Indeed. Um, I've got a quick one to start. Uh, after your last Saturday's DC fandom, right? Yep. Yep. When you when, when we all unfortunately had to leave the dome, you know, mm-hmm. a sacred yeah. place, a magical place, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted more and mm. the closest I could get 
is throwing myself back into the Riddler playlist challenges for Arkham City because I'm so close to the Platinum. Of Arkham... Oh! Uh, I, Arkham City, right? Yes, yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was going to say, like, I thought you were working towards the Arkham Knight one, which is, like, what, like, 250-whatever Riddler oh, trophies? Oh, well... Right? What if I already got all the Riddler trophies in that game in 2015 when the game came wow. out? <laughs> Sir, congratulations. Dude, I Arkham saw... Knight was my summer that year. Dude, I saw a meme going around of, like, uh-huh. screenshot of Robert Pattinson Batman. And the caption was like, man, wait till he has to figure out that he has to collect like, 250 trophies to get to Riddler. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw another one also. The the visceral scene from the end of that trailer where he beats up that thug. Absolutely. Um, I saw um, it was the the establishing shot of the group right with the the central thug in the middle outlined and then they were like shaded in green and then he like it was him when he was like breaking his arm again still shaded in green and then it was when he had him on the ground and then it said Riddler secrets added to map (laughs) I was gonna send it to you and Jack but I forgot to Um, oh man anyway uh, I've been I have been chipping away at the challenge playlists in Arkham City, which are basically like they alternate on if it's two like free flow arenas and then a predator room or two predator rooms and a arena thing. So they're very hard. Um, you have to be very precise. You have to get all nine medals. Right. Each challenge gets gives you three. So you have to be very specific on how well you play that game. And I have, like, I want to say I have, like, five more, like, challenge playlists left. I do that. Then I have to talk to Calendar Man 12 times. Then I just have to beat the game again. And then I have the Platinum. Nice. So, so, it's, pretty safe to say, so, so it's pretty safe to say that you're probably going to go for it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And the, the spark that was DC Fandom, I'm glad it hit because I had an idea. Um because i like halloween right i I like the fall season um i wanted to do like themed streams in october right Mm. and one of the ideas i had was to do a full playthrough of arkham city in one night or asylum but probably city because i need the platinum for i need need to play it again for the platinum yeah definitely definitely do that Mm -hmm. yeah so ideally what i'd love to do is have all the other prerequisites done so then like a weekend in october i can just be like hey i'm going live on stream at like 10 p.m eastern playing from dusk until i get that platinum for arkham city now you could do that right Mm -hmm. that sounds fantastic or you can finally experience the majesty the might the glory that is arkham origins (laughs) my boy you could do that Here's the thing, though. It takes place over the course of one night as well. Right. I think all but, of them, right? Pretty much? Maybe? Yes, I think most of them do. Yeah. Um, well, I think they all do, yeah, actually. But here's the thing. Arkham Origins takes place at Christmas. And let me tell you, if there's one thing I love more than Halloween and fall, it's Christmas. Okay. I see where you're going. So I think we might save that for the December break. It's, it's, that sounds fantastic. I yeah. feel like you're gonna really like Origins. I think. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I will. I think I think you're gonna really dig it. Honestly. Yeah. But so. sounds like a plan. It's been good. Yeah. I've been I've been kind of seeing screenshots of Arkham Knight on Twitter recently. 
mm-hmm. people people of course going back to it, you know, because of the chiller and all that. Man, I kind of wanna. I'm not gonna dedicate myself to anything, but just to just to maybe maybe play a play a character quest here and there, you know? Why yeah, not? Yeah, sure. I would think yeah. about it too. Yeah. yeah, Arkham Knight. There's still that whole like villain expansion pass that they added that I never played. So I, I still have new Arkham Knight content still, but. I know you, Jack, and I were kicking around of like, "Hey, what if we played it all at the same time?" <laughs> so, like, I I've been definitely eyeing Arkham Knight as well because I've only played that one once. So the other ones I played multiple times. But gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you though, I'm talking about future streams. You're streaming in the here and now. Tell me about the Order 1886. Order 1886. I tried it back in I forgot what year it was. Maybe 2017, maybe 2016, something like that. It's been a few years. Uh, I played, I want to say, like an hour and a half into it. I think I got to, like, Chapter 3 last time okay. I checked. Because I think at the top of the stream, I clicked Continue instead of New Game. And I was in Chapter 3. So maybe I think that's that's where I last left off. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't didn't grab me. Just was like, all right, you know, I'm just not having that much fun. Uh, decided to dip my toes back in, uh, into Order Six, given that we're probably never going to get a sequel to this game. So unfortunately, might as well, you know, yeah. Now I see it as a definite unfortunate, but I'm like, hey, you know what? Might as well try it out. You know, give it the real, give it the real batter's shake. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm having fun with it. I think it's really cool. I think mm-hmm. the 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 like vibe is definitely hitting a lot more now. Like this, this just very like conspiratorial type of you know things where i'm serving the queen and all that it, it's 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 interesting also mm-hmm. the 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 technology in the game is also really fascinating they're like well we we were calling them like iphone 12s on on stream but the walkie talkie mm-hmm. type things it's cool stuff it, it's a it's a very cool game and i think that like when you first look at it like off of like a screenshot or like a wall uh, maybe not the maybe not some screenshots but like if you look at like maybe the concept art for the game, it may look a little bit generic, but there's actually a lot of uniqueness in the game that oh, yeah. that like definitely shines through in like mm-hmm. a lot of different ways. So it's been yeah. it's been uh, really cool to go back to for sure. It's been neat. Yeah, I really love that game. I speaking of platinums, I got the platinum I think two years ago maybe, and that was the first time I played it, mm. and I was just I was so surprised because like. Granted, I paid like $5 for it, but I had a blast with that game from beginning to end. Like, I do think it's pretty unique in its setup, you know, because it takes... Sim- you know how sometimes, like, every few years, it's like, oh, we're going to do a Peter Pan movie. Like, there's six Peter Pan movies that suddenly are being happen- or happening yeah. because, like, it's a public domain character, right? Right. Like, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. I love that Sony was like, hey, whoever commissioned it, if it was Ready at Dawn's idea or what, but like, let's make a our own version of this story and these characters that are like classics pretty much, and then make a thrilling six to eight hour campaign out of it. Like, I think it's just a really nice package. It looks gorgeous. I think it still looks really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely looks very, very well. Uh, for mm-hmm. uh, being, I mean, like to me, like I think, I think on stream I said that it looked like a 2017 game. You sure, know? I can see even that. though it came out in 2015, like, like it, it looks a lot older than what it actually is. You know, mm-hmm. 
I mean, younger, younger, younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more recent. More, yeah, it looks more recent than than what it actually is. Yeah, right. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you've been you've been digging it then. You like the whole mystery they got going on and uh, Galahad. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Almost called him Galahorn, I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the homie. Um uh I I do kinda see like hmm. I'm not sure if I want to call it now because I'm only like now I think two and a half hours, almost three hours into the game. Um I I think that I might walk away with this with the early hours of the game having a little bit of pacing issues, I think. I don't know if you agree with that as well. I think that like the there's not that much of a like it i feel like there is a lot more cutscenes than like the average game yeah i well i think also For the sure. fact that you're playing it as a stream game might be part of that true um true because yeah. i know i can speak as well to the fact of like if you're streaming a game where it's like a lot of dialogue or a lot of text and it's like you can't really engage with an audience much it's like right it feels like it's a lot longer than it is you know versus like if you were just chilling by yourself, um, just like really getting engrossed in what they're throwing at you. Like, I get that. It is very um, expository at the beginning, but yeah. I think it's kind of necessary for the world and like how long they spend introducing you throughout the campaign. Cause like, I think the amount of time they spend at the beginning from memory is kind of important to sort of get along with the story they end up telling by the end of it yeah yeah and like that's my hope and that's i think what you just alluded to and that's probably what it's going to be on my point of view as well like it's that that exposition and those cutscenes are going to pay off in the end you know what i'm saying like in terms of the overall arc i'm i'm assuming i don't know we'll see right but also worth mentioning before you stopped last night i think i said you were by memory halfway through i pulled up a guide you're like a third yeah i checked as well i'm on chapter five and i think there's 16 chapters in the game yeah there's 16 in an epilogue yeah yeah so we're almost at the halfway point you know it is what it is yeah that's that'll be a breeze um oh last thing i want to bring up last thing about Mm -hmm. order uh i feel like this game should have got a multiplayer mode i think the i think the gameplay and the gun mechanics in the gameplay segments in order are really really fun you know and there's a lot yeah. of weapon variety i'm not saying like pvp maybe like a horde mode i, p- I think would be probably most appropriate for be cool a game like this you know i yeah. think that i think there could have been something there for sure yeah, at I least a like sequel they'd, yeah yeah they'd pr- they probably would have had to tweak the enemies a little bit because like the lichens i remember being legit threats um, right right so a horde mode scenario maybe if it was just like enemies like standard enemies but yeah, like, the shooting, again, this is just based on a memory from a couple years ago. Like, I think the shooting is, like, on par with Uncharted. <laughs> like, it's... Because Uncharted's shooting isn't amazing to me. Like, I think it's solid. Like, and I did... I think that game just came out at a time where a lot of people were starving for that big Sony first-party Last of Us Uncharted-type game. Yeah. And whoever's fault this was if it was an audience expectations thing or a marketing thing the like the weight of that want was put on this game and i think it was probably unfair because 
it's it's really solid for what it is and i think if it came out at a different time maybe later in the gen and came out at 40 bucks people would have been a lot more positive on it yeah yeah for sure for sure so for sure i can totally see that yeah so i'm curious to see how uh, your thoughts conclude on it probably by next episode yeah um there's another game that i started up this week uh similar to you with order um i'm kind of burning through it because <laughs> it's, it's not a long game uh and again another game i've been streaming link's awakening my f- second or third favorite zelda yes yeah this is of course the remake right yes 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 the remake that hit switch last september um beautiful is my style. oh yeah it's gorgeous it's it's my favorite 2d zelda by far mm. um and before breath of the wild it was my second favorite slash tie for first favorite zelda mm. so i see i see so mm-hmm. have you played the original versus the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um no, you just said that i'm sorry my bad well, so there was an original release on Game Boy, and then on the Game Boy Color, they released Link's Awakening DX, which had uh, an extra dungeon okay. uh, based on color puzzles, because you couldn't do that on the original Game Boy. Um, so I played DX when I was a kid. Um, gotcha, gotcha. So, but yeah, this is, it's been fun. I've been really, again, burning through it, because I, I know that game. Right. Um, but it's it's a rarity in the zelda series where it is a direct follow-up to another game like an actual not the weird timeline stuff but like an actual hey this is basically a sequel yeah gotcha Um, gotcha and it's a sequel to a link to the past what many say is the best zelda game i played it for the first time earlier this year and it's a seven (laughs) (laughs) especially compared to link's awakening which is a clear nine like oh man we got some fighting words here fighting words yeah um but kevin i know i think even last week we were talking about zelda and you said that this is one you were looking at trying so like do you have any questions for me as a link's awakening stan do you think it's a really good entry point for me personally you know what i'm saying tried breath of the wild mm-hmm. i wasn't feeling it you know what i'm saying right. maybe that could be just because i'm not like that's a probably like a bad entry point into the zelda franchise but do you yeah. think this one right here being that like 2d um more traditional type of uh zelda game you know remastered upred not even upres like new remade art yeah. style yeah remake uh of this classic like do you think this is a good entry point for someone that hasn't played zelda or just didn't feel breath of the wild i i would think so because okay. just to, first to address what you said about breath of the wild like I don't think Breath of the Wild is a good quote-unquote hopping on point for the series because it's such a drastic departure from the rest of the series, right? So if you want an idea of what Zelda is, then yeah, Breath of the Wild isn't, like, the good example, you know? Right. Um, Link's Awakening is, yes, it's 2D, which, again, 2D and 3D Zelda are significantly different, but... I think in terms of the basic Zelda structure, where it's like, okay, there's X number of dungeons, you get an item in a dungeon, or you get a reward in the dungeon that helps you progress the story, and will eventually lead to a culmination. It's a pretty small scale map, there's a bunch of different towns you go to, a bunch of different characters, there's a singular side quest, like, 
because it's a remake of a Game Boy game, I think it manages to get the best aspects of Zelda and condense it into a really, like, novel experience, you know? So, like... Yeah. I, I think playing through it, I am thinking a lot about A Link to the Past because it was sort of originally began as let's put a link to the past on the game boy and then it evolved into this um i think if you want the bare bones vanilla zelda game it's a link to the past right Mm, okay which you already have on your switch and i think that game holds up in terms of trying to play it i definitely got lost a fair amount but link's awakening i think takes the best parts of a link to the past and it has like character right and like stuff that's unique about it that makes it stand out and i think age better than a link to the past so yeah i think it would be a good hopping on point because it's it's straightforward it ha- it's a quintessential zelda still and it has a lot about it that is very unique that a lot of the series doesn't have and i guess it would be good to start a link in the past because the next is link's awakening you know what i'm saying so that would you know from what, yeah, from what you like, said, right? Like, yeah, there's like there's definitely a little bit of carryover. Like narratively, it's not much. I think it's it's like it's the same link, but they never reference a link to the past ever. Um, it's it's pretty much just like a hey, so you played a link to the past, right? Now this is what Link did right after the game. He ended up washed up on this beach on this strange island, solve the mystery here. So like, I personally think if you want to see the best of zelda it's probably link's awakening because it does have the quirks that each individual zelda game after link to the past had to stand out um on top of just the formula so yeah also the game is dark it doesn't seem that way but like there's a dark undercurrent to the whole thing like it's very melancholy interesting interesting okay okay yeah i recommend that good to hear mm-hmm. good to hear yes uh but you've also been messing in some some 90s games indeed indeed y'all update me it's happening i'm full steam ahead i'm 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 in the i'm in the thick of it i'm in the exact middle according to the mission list uh final fantasy 7 right mm-hmm. the original um, yes the the original and i'm so blown away I think, at like how much more there is in this story. <laughs> like, oh yeah, there, there's a lot, dude. Like, it is, it is, it's like really eye opening from someone that just played remake, right? And how they like used so little of Final Fantasy VII and blew it up into forty hours. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it it is really showing. Like, cause, cause, cause now, honestly, like looking back on the quote unquote, like five, eight, seven, like remake, you know, uh, missions of the original game that literally feels like a tutorial at this point. Like, like, yeah. like that's so far away and where I am on the journey of it. And, and also the framing of it now it's, it's like, okay, like I'm really interested to see now with, with remake, what they do next, but so I am loving you- it. When you say framing, are you talking kind of about the the, the main overworld like, that connects like town to town, and each town sort of has their own unique story? Yeah, that. Yeah, like 
a little bit of that. Um, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess, I guess that's the biggest one I'm talking about. A little bit, like I have a little bit, like kind of huh about the story because, like, yeah. I, I mean, I guess light spoilers, very, very light. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I fought in the original Five Nights Seven. I know I fought. I don't know if I fought Sephiroth, but I know no. I saw him on the ship, right? Yes. And I think that's the first time I see him, like, in the flesh, really, I think, mm-hmm. as far as I can remember. And yeah, the you... remake did not go like that, you know? Right. So that's been, like, it's interesting to see, like, okay, like, how they're going to change it up, you know, mm-hmm. um, with with the remake given those things. Because in the remake, at the very end, you fight Sephiroth. You know, right? Which is like, oh man, okay, that's that's interesting, and in, in hindsight now, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm loving hearing these hearing these these backstories about uh, Barrett and Red Thirteen so far have been the only two I've gone through. I'm sure I'll do more uh, as we continue on, and a little bit of Tifa as well. Nice sprinkle of Aerith in there as well, but mm-hmm. I think like what's coming is like their major backstories. I think as far as I'm aware, um, yeah. There is uh, at least one for sure. There is an optional party member. Okay. Um, that you definitely have to be aware of to get them, oh. but I am a big fan. His name is Vincent Valentine. Hmm. And Vincent Valentine. Let, let me tell you, his limit break is incredible. I don't want to spoil it, but... He's very, very cool. I think you can access him in a specific town where some backstory about Sephiroth is discussed about. Do you know if I've gone there yet? I don't know. So you said you did. Did you do Cosmo Canyon, right? That was Yeah, so actually that's – so I just finished Cosmo Canyon. Now I'm going back to Nibelheim. Okay, so I think when you return is when you can find Vincent. Okay, great. Yeah, perfect. So, yeah, yeah. So um, there's, according to IGN's guide, which another thing I'll talk about as well. Uh, there's 30 missions, like like 30 main story missions, and I'm at 14. So I, I'm like right there, halfway through. You know. Yeah, I don't know how accurate that is to judge on, because like some of those missions last longer. Like I'm. On my save, um, I am right before the halfway mark, and uh, I am—I uh, feel like I'm significantly further past where you are right like now. Like in terms of time, or just in terms of like pure mission? Number? In terms of time, like time? just yeah. the amount of time you put in. If you reach chapter fifteen, that's not going to be halfway through still. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that too. Because right now, I think I'm just over 11 hours i think or maybe 10 hours um and at least on how long to be i think it's like a 30 hour game i think something like that so yeah yeah so definitely i'm assuming the the next ones get uh get definitely definitely longer but um you know obviously this game was i think 1997 or 1998 i think i forgot uh 97 or the me wow um my age shout out shout out but this game obviously given the time frame it's out doesn't have the best signposting at least for the boy you know what i'm saying i'm i mm-hmm. 
I feel like I'm going to the guide like maybe at least once or twice a mission. Like, all right, wait, like, what do I do? You know what have I'm saying? You, yeah, have you tried using the, the touchpad thing? What is that? So if you oh, click God. the touchpad. Here we go. Uh-huh. If you click the touchpad, it will put a marker on the uh, pre-rendered background of where you're supposed to go. You're kidding me. I am not. <laughs> you hate to see it. You, you, yeah. You, you hate to see it. Hmm. Hmm. I am glad that I'm playing the PS4 version, like what you mm -hmm. recommended, because um, like I get the gist of like how I would naturally play FF7 if I was playing mm -hmm. like the base one, like without all of the bulls, all, all the uh, bells and whistles and all that, you right. know. In terms of like you know resource management, getting potions, I uh, you know what I'm saying Phoenix Downs, like like all that good stuff, right? But it is nice to be able to go at like more of a quote unquote like modern pace in terms of like a you know if you're getting screwed whatever just hit L R three and max out all your stuff and you'll be fine you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. like um, I think it definitely does sometimes like well because it's not that I'm doing that all the time like I'm not like flying through it I am still trying to use my resources and use that and right. play a little bit more of a of a normal way i'm just simply using that as like a as like a get out free card like okay cool like if you get screwed mm -hmm. like just just move on it's fine you know yeah. I, I i played similarly like i usually used it for random encounters but if it was a boss i, I shut everything off yeah yeah but oh so. even the times three oh I, I always get that times three going well yeah times three i would keep on but i mean like god yeah, mode yeah. like yeah, i would keep yeah. god mode off specifically for bosses yeah i mean there's a lot of random encounters yo it's like come on like let me go <laughs> it's like yeah. let's go but uh I, i'm i'm really enjoying the story i'm mm -hmm. i'm loving it a lot more I love, like, also that I played Remake. I think I already brought this up last week, but I'm using the voices for Remake for the yeah. dialogue. You know what I'm saying? In my head, like, like it's nice. It's been, mm -hmm. it's been, it's been very, very, very well. Yeah. I'm liking that. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's hitting for you because, again, I played it for the first time in, like, 2015 or 16, and the end of the Cosmo Canyon thing made me cry, and it was a PS1 yeah. game. So, like... Yeah, no, like, that was some... Man. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I can't wait to see that remake, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, gonna be so good. Wow. I also I'm glad, you know. Also I'm wondering I do wanna talk to you now, like after I finish it, like where do you think they're gonna gonna divide up this game now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm -hmm. if man, yeah, so dude. I don't think they're gonna do an overworld, but we can have that conversation a different day. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Oh man. Oh yeah. it's gonna be crazy. I don't know. We'll see. So we'll see. Well, uh Let's get into some light news talk. Uh, we're going to lead off with a returning segment, the game announcement game. Mm. This time, we're going to do things a little differently, Kevin. I am going to read to you the press release for a game. Okay. I'm going to take out some of the proper nouns so you don't know. It's not a dead giveaway. I want you to tell me which game that's been announced in the last seven days I'm talking about right now. Okay. okay. Got it. Based on this pretty vague press release. All right. Um, and we can talk about each game a little bit after you guess it, and then by the end we'll rank the importance of what's the bigger deal. Um, so, first up. Introducing an original story set in DC's blank universe, 
Blank offers a dynamic and interactive blank city where an exploding criminal element has swept through the streets. With the blank as the base of operations, this new era of heroes will solve mysteries that connect the darkest chapters of the city's history and must defeat notorious villains in epic confrontations. Players must save blank from a descent into chaos and reinvent themselves into their own version of blank. Did you say DC in the beginning? Yes. Like like the like DC comics. Maybe. No. Oh shit. Um Can I get a slight reread? I don't know why I added slight in there, but <laughs> Introducing an original story set in DC's blank universe. Blank offers a dynamic and interactive blank city where an exploding criminal element has swept through the streets. With the blank as their base of operations, this new era of heroes will solve mysteries that connect the darkest chapters in the city's history and must defeat notorious villains in epic confrontations. Players must save blank from a descent into chaos and reinvent themselves into their own version of blank. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's Gotham Knights. Bingo. There you go. All right, okay, okay. Because I was, I was like, wait, is it Suicide Squad? I'm like, no, like, they're not saving Gotham from a descending, you know, right. thing. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so Gotham Knights is the newest WB Montreal. That's their Batman game. Mm-hmm. That's Arkham Watch. That's the result of 33 weeks of Arkham Watch. Man, what what an era. What an mm-hmm. era. I'm I'm quite frankly going to gonna low-key miss Arkham Watch. Let me keep it honest. Yeah, you know? we could, honestly, we could bring him back. It's evergreen. It survived without Arkham. It can continue that, you know? Solid. Um, Solid. Uh, Gotham Knights got a little heat when it was revealed because uh, people saw numbers on screen us included and thought it was a games as a service but since then we have learned it is very much not a games as a service uh it's a single player action rpg with progression and you can play it with another person not not a full squad nothing like that no microtransactions um it's an open world game no level gating so it's just it's a honestly it seems like an evolution of the arkham format and I think with the hindsight of the news we learned from the past week, I'm a lot more excited because I'm glad they're not just resting on Arkham and the format. Right. Because I feel like if they did that again after six years, it could have felt stale. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Like, as as good as they could have made, like, an Arkham-inspired, like, single-player, you know, uh, game that really does lend a lot from the Arkham games. Mm-hmm on like upon reflection and upon them coming out saying hey hold up like it's actually this this and that it's not it's it's not that it's this you know um i'm a lot more positive on it you know i think like me Mm -hmm. and jack were definitely like whoa like hold on like the numbers what do they mean you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah um but uh i'm a lot more excited at the prospect of them you know saying straight out that like this is an rpg this is you know you are playing as the bat family you can choose to only play as one of them if you want, you know, um, and and all that. Like, if you only want to play as, you know, Nightwing or Batgirl or whatever, you can do that. Uh, single player, it's 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 looking to be really, 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 really cool. And the prospect of, like, you, you having that comparison of, like, think Arkham, think DC Universe, but, like, Odyssey RPG-esque type of thing. Right. Like, that seems more and more attainable here mm-hmm. the way they're talking about it and i'm 
way more excited by it for sure. Yeah, I cannot wait for this game. I, I'm very excited for it. So, um, as excited as I am for Avengers, uh, seeing the stuff that this game is doing to merge, like, how good Arkham feels with just a standard RPG progression, um, I, I could have seen Marvel take this approach, you know? I'm stoked to have a Avengers Destiny clone, essentially. Um, but I'm glad that these two things that I think a lot of people could easily compare upon the initial reveal are going different paths. I'm very glad that they're not just the same sort of approach, you know? Like, I think the games as a service thing can work for Marvel, it can work for the Avengers based on the MCU and what that team is meant to be versus, hey, we're telling a story about the Bat family dealing with the death of Batman, you know? Right, right, So right. I think it can work. I'm excited. Definitely. So am I. Next up. Blank fuses elements of 1980s pop culture through a mind-bending story where deception is the norm in this gripping single-player campaign. Players encounter historic figures and learn hard truths as they battle around the globe through iconic locales. As elite operatives, players attempt to stop a plot decades in the making as they follow the trail of a shadowy figure who's on a mission to destabilize the global balance of power and change the course of history. Beyond the campaign, players will bring a wide selection of weapons and and equipment into the next generation of multiplayer combat. What is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War? Yeah, I had to take out a lot of proper nouns in this one. I was like, oh man, yeah, there's a lot there. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. uh, Black Ops Cold War has officially been revealed. It is a straight-up direct sequel to the original Call of Duty Black Ops. Mm -hmm. And suddenly, I'm giving them another chance. (laughs) Y'all, I feel like I got to listen. I've been very critical about this game in terms Mm -hmm. of them trying to unveil this game, right? Yeah. Did it did did it take entirely too long? Probably so. That that may still stand, right? Yeah. Was it still kind of cheesy that they were doing this really big massive Easter egg while the name of the game got revealed off of Doritos bag like a month back? Probably, right? Those maybe still stand, but I got it. Listen. They did an amazing job. At the end game event in Warzone announcing this game, I thought it was great. Like I wish I played it. I did. I did watch it live though, uh, but it was it was it was fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. it was great. It was great, and they and it got me like where I'm still a fan of COD. I'm definitely more partial to the older Call of Duties, of course. Like anything before right. like Marvel for three, pretty much is like my cream of the crop nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah. but. You know, going into, like, Call of Duty, like, this gen uh, was definitely something that it kind of got kind of got kicked to the wayside. You know what I'm saying? Um, even though, like, I still buy it every year. I still play it. I still check it out because I do still care about the franchise and everything. But right. this is going back to somewhere that – I don't know. Like, I, I won't know. I think it's – even though this year's COD did go back to a Modern Warfare type of vibe, right? Like, the – back to the – OG type of era and everything. I think I'm obviously a lot more partial to Treyarch games, to the Black Ops series, for sure. Right. So I think this one's definitely doing it for me in a lot of different mm-hmm. ways. And I'm really excited to see what, what they got, you know. Right. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but Raven is the one doing the single player. Yeah, this one is a very weird thing going on here. 
You know, like right. this card is very, very weird. And I don't know how it's going to turn out. Like, I'm not scared, but I can see it being really weird. Uh, so Raven Software, who they have never helmed the lead on anything Call of Duty as far as I'm aware. I think they did, like, the you know what? No, that's not true. I think they did, like, the multiplayer for Mall for 3, I think. They mm-hmm. they have done, like, a few things like that in the past, but they're mainly just a support studio for Call of Duty for all the devs that main right. the helm of the game, right? Um, so this is their first crack at, uh, you know, I think doing a campaign as far as I'm aware. Uh, Treyarch is doing the multiplayer and the zombies. And Infinity Ward is still going to support Warzone and somehow make it a Black Ops skin for That's the, I for the I era. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think, I mean, I don't know what's actually going to go down, Christian, but like, I really think what they're going to probably do is like do a update when Black Ops Cold War comes out and maybe swap out all the weapons but but that seems wild like that doesn't For balancing seem, yeah i mean that just seems like really like a big undertaking you know what i'm saying do you, do you think they would have like sort of apex style they would just have two maps and then it was like a rotation every other week and then like if you wanted a specific map it would be like okay for ranked you, it's this map only but maybe um, maybe I, yeah I, I guess i can kind of see that so i guess yeah like i don't know how that's that's gonna work. i mean like i think in the perfect world i think we get what you're describing where it's like hey you can play on uh verdansk which is the modern era which is modern warfare that we've been playing on for a long time and you'll be playing on I don't know. We'll call it Vietnam or whatever, you know. And you're yeah. and you're on this Vietnam jungle map um, that has vastly different, you know, looks and feels to it. And the guns are all Cold War era guns. Yeah. You know, like I mm-hmm. think I think with. Do you know about blueprints in Modern Warfare? You mentioned it to me. I I don't know though. Long story short, like they're essentially like glor like glorified skins for guns right so like you right. can have an ak that looks modern and then have a blueprint of it that makes it look like a 1970s whatever so maybe they do that and that's how they work around it where you are playing with the same weapons at at its core code but it just looks like cold war weaponry like i guess that mm-hmm. could work technically but i'm really interested to see how they how they do this for sure definitely yeah yeah i Again, as a huge Black Ops fan, Call of Duty Black Ops 1 specifically, uh, I don't really care about the others. Um, Black Ops is my favorite COD. This being a direct sequel, again, it has me interested. Uh, I don't know if I'm in. Maybe this is a Christmas game. The last COD I got was a Christmas game. So, mm-hmm. like, maybe that's what this turns into, but we'll see. Yeah. I feel, uh, I feel Next up. Blank is set on the remote blank on the edge of the blank territories inspired by blank at blank bro. and blank bro <laughs> as a new visitor to blank blank will experience sorry players will experience the authentic sights and sounds of the blank universe including the blank and dj r3x's blank hits at the bar what the They'll also embark on exciting missions, unite with iconic characters like Blank and Blank, and get their hands on their very own Blank and Blank. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, what the... Yo, um... Yeah, I got... I got nothing for you. So, I don't know what that was. 
So DJ, what? If it helps, I left the DJ one in there because I don't okay. think you're aware of who that character is. But if it helps, it was announced today as of this recording. Oh my god! It was the game we saw at, at Gamescom. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, sheesh. Um. They yeah, really love just uh, shouting out every single IP attachment they have access to in this press release right now. Oh, Fall Guys season? No, it's not Fall Guys season. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's not. That's not. Nah. You. It's a new idea. Do you give up? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. This would be the Sims Star Wars Galaxy's Edge expansion. Yeah. So. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Apparently, a lot of people we're drawing comparisons of this and the way it's being presented as like you're kind of building a character and having your own narrative in this location a lot of people were comparing it to knights of the old republic surprisingly and i don't know why but it seems like a much more realized experience than just like a hey new items you know like so i can give it that right 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 um you mentioned that you were thinking about jumping into it are you going to? So here's the thing. I have The Sims 4 from PS Plus. Yeah. I have not played it. Mm, neither have I. If this expansion is like 10 bucks, I might try it. Is there like... If it's anything more than that, then I know. No. I assume there's online play. Is that next week's group stream? Are we all going to start a Sims account? <laughs> Are we all going to make a Sims account? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know Sims when this is out, down. but... I'm that I, honestly that could be a fun stream. I thought they said September. Maybe right? I think I don't know. Maybe honestly, it would be. I will be very. I I wouldn't be necessarily out of us going to Galaxy's Edge in in, in Sims. You know, in Sims, yeah. Because I did get tickets gifted by my little sister last Christmas, but of course I can't do Ooh, that. So yeah, that's rough. It it hurts in a particular way for me for sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the uh, Galaxy's Edge VR story that they're doing at some point because I, I'd love to do that. So, mm-hmm. talked about that on Jedi Nights a few weeks ago. Uh, next up, featuring an original narrative set in the Blank universe. Blank takes place in a richly detailed open world. The story follows Blank members who must take on an impossible mission to save Earth and Blank, the world's greatest Blank. Restrained with lethal explosives implanted in their heads. God damn it. Uh, all four blank villains have no choice but to band together and carry out this unten- un- untenable? Unattainable? This is untenable. Oh, untenable assignment as part of blank's infamous blank. You know what it is. What is it? Suicide Squad. Yep. Kill the Justice League. Uh, I do not care about this game. Wow. I did. Wh- I, wow, yo, I'm genuinely. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. It, let me let me defend it. Let me. This defend is crazy because I was the one that was like, "Oh man, I don't really give a fuck about this game." You know what I'm saying? And I figured that you'd be the one that's trying to reel me in. You know? No, 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 no. Wow. Uh, it's coming out in 2022. Very true. Um, I like the characters. I like Harley Quinn. I like King Shark. I've been talking about King Shark left and right as we've been leading up to this new era of Suicide Squad. It's true. Yes, it's true. Um, I, the more I think about it, I kind of just don't care. Like, Rocksteady making a game 
where all the characters just use guns like granted we haven't tried that really like there's arkham knight dlc with red hood and he has guns but like a game that's about the gun combat you know like i don't know it's just it's not what i would go to them for i like it's not what i think rocksteady does well right like I feel like I would have been much more excited if it, this actually was what we all thought it was originally, and it was Rock City's Justice League. Like, yeah. I, I think the idea of the Suicide Squad having to kill a brain-controlled Justice League is cool. I would love to see that story explored. But, I don't, like, I, if the Justice League is right there, it's like, why why can't I just be Flash? Why can't I just be Superman? Like, yeah yeah that's what i'm definitely feeling as well um but i did think that the trailer if if anything kind of sold me on the project of like okay like let me actually give this a little bit more attention than like Mm -hmm. fully kind of writing it off which i was doing when i first heard it was suicide squad and we got that poster like a few weeks ago you know what i'm saying right um like it was just not even like i did not even care low-key you know right um and yeah you bring up a good point because I've seen a lot of people talking about the sort of the thing of like, why isn't this just a Justice League game and also stop trying to make Suicide Squad happen. And I know I just brought up that first point, but I, I, I think it could make a fun Suicide Squad game. And I think Rocksteady could do that. You know, it's just based on the very little we saw and the fact that it's two years away, I just can't care right now. Yeah, yeah, and you already know that they're they're not gonna hit that year. Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe they're they're not gonna hit 2022. That was my first thought. I'm like, okay, like if you're already going that far, it's gonna be 2023. You I know? maybe I don't know. Well, they haven't put a game out since 2016. So you really think it's going to be, like, seven years? I mean, we know there was a few canceled projects, right? Like, like which – when was this actually started? I mean, like, Schreier, I feel like, based on the hints he's dropped about this being Suicide Squad, has known for, like, two years. Okay, two years, so we're talking about 4 development. I still feel like there's going to be some delays. I don't know. Yeah, I could see delays, but I, I think 2022 is still within grasp, you know? Maybe, so. maybe, maybe, maybe I'd be like super, super pessimistic, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think twenty twenty three, like for sure. sure. Like I don't think it's gonna twenty twenty three, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. Uh, Kevin, can you do me a real solid? And can you rank the, uh, the relevance of these four games? Okay, I think Gotham Knights is at the top. Wait, so we got Gotham Knights, we got Suicide Squad, we got uh. Black Ops and Star Wars The Sims. Black Ops and Star Wars The Sims. Uh, we'll put Star Wars Sims at last. It's a very, very cool concept, but hey, you know what? It It is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, definitely the top is Gotham Knights, and I think you can switch around Black Ops or Suicide Squad, um, depending. Maybe Suicide Squad above Black Ops a little bit, maybe? you know i would i would put black ops in second personally like i think that's where you were leaning go for that dude if you think black ops is above suicide oh yeah Squad, i mean i it. mean i mean definitely you know what i'm saying yeah i thought i thought we were talking about like overall like what's more important like from a general standpoint you know i mean Sorry i still that. think yeah that a sequel to black ops is because black ops was like a huge deal campaign wise so like 
that versus the game that's been rumored forever like at least gotham knights was a kind of a surprise right like yeah we all thought was that it was a batman game yeah and yeah. it's in everything but the batman game like <laughs> that's what it is definitely but what's also really cool also that i feel like not many people are talking about is that not only is black ops cold war a sequel to black ops one it is a prequel to black ops two yeah like that could be interesting too yeah so yeah. what happens to black ops 4 now is that now black ops 5 oh shit. i don't know oh shit um before we move on damn kevin we're gonna do disc <laughs> or no disc let's do it uh this week it's a cartridge because i got a ds case with me mm. i have one of my favorite ds games okay what do we got kirby squeak squad kirby's squeak squad uh on the back it says inhale and conquer float jump and battle through eight huge worlds as kirby takes on the diabolical band of rodent robbers called the squeak squad uh mix match and make new abilities and items using the touch screen over 25 upgradable abilities including new ones like animal bubble and more change the world use kirby's abilities to burn grass freeze water and alter the environment play multiplayer sub games over local wireless uh, is rated E for mild cartoon violence. All I can see is that meme of, of uh, Kirby and Smash Bros. running and like falling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, classic, yeah. classic. Um, you know yeah. what? Considering that you said that this is one of your favorite DS games, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like you would take care of a game that you loved. You know what I'm saying? Or the inverse, maybe you play it so much that you you just lose track of it willy nilly, like it's always in use. You know what I'm saying? More. Mm-hmm more mm-hmm. chances that it being lost forever you know but i think that there's a good chance that it's there so it's so it's so it's probably there it's probably let's there. see the reveal on camera okay we have a manual but no game ah uh, you hate to see it at least it's in one of your ds's probably maybe well kevin let me tell you there's a fair chance that i traded it in with my no an old ds so i could get a different console because that is how i could afford games growing up mm. So I see. Case is still here. Maybe I just buy a replacement one day when I have money. Love to see you. Love to see you. Well, uh, it is time for it. You might have missed it. <clears throat> we're going down, down through the headlines you missed, and sugar we're running through quickly. I'll be your number one source for headlines. A loaded guy complex, cock it and pull it. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Lego Star Wars got delayed to 2021. I would have been like uh whatever that was before we saw gamescom now yeah, i'm like Kevin, that's tragic detail detail the trailer please My, y'all it goes through the whole saga right the whole skywalker saga right we got big moments of of course pod racing right we have the <laughs> the last battle in episode three between anakin and obi-wan right mm-hmm. we go to a new hope we go to that famous you know uh uh palpatine you know throne room fight in Return of the Jedi, you know what I'm saying? We go through that. We go through the new sequel trilogy, right? We got our girl Rey. We got Finn on the zip line. You know what I'm saying? We saw a little bit of Poe as well. Even leading up to the very end with the Rey and Kylo fight on the remnants of the Death Star on the mm-hmm. ocean planet thingy. Whatever. Not planet, but no, it is a planet. Whatever. The ocean front, all that things. Um, right. It's a different perspective. They literally did a God of War on Lego Star Wars, and I can't believe they actually did it. Like, I didn't anticipate this. I didn't realize this was happening. 
but mm-hmm. we went from a detached camera, you know, fixed camera, moving around your character from a pretty long distance, right, old school type of Lego games, to now all of a sudden we're over the shoulder, third person, doing yeah. this thing. It's fine. And it, it's very interesting because I think there is a midpoint in the life cycle of Lego games because we reached a point where they were making open world games with like right camera sticks like lego marvel superheroes is it like that too it's less extreme like it's it's much more just kind of like a mario type camera of like hey okay it's like odyssey like that's kind of what lego marvel superheroes is like the levels of like what you're doing for the story they still sort of have a fixed camera thing, but there's a hub area, which is just Manhattan, and it is basically a platformer. So, like, full 360 camera control. Uh, you can fly around as Thor, go up into the sky, land on the helicarrier. Like, that exists, but this is, like, if you really went in on that and just made every single level, you know? It's not like, okay, so open world, hub area, it's normal camera, but in the missions, it's, like, fixed camera. This is full-blown level design of like an uncharted almost dude i'm so excited like yeah oh my fucking god i'm so excited like to 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 have the campaign be the entire skywalker saga i'm assuming right yeah running through the highlights of a franchise that we love like Mm -hmm. i'm excited for it and i can't believe it i this was not on my radar until today like straight sure yeah i knew that Uh, it existed but you know mm -hmm. I know uh, Mike, Mike Connors, co-host of Jedi Knights, um, he was very excited for this game. Both of us were. We've talked about it several times on the show over the last year. But because, like, there were rumors and, like, press saw the game and they were like, it's it's changing the game of Lego games. Like, it's a full-blown third-person cover shooter, open world. You can hop in a spaceship and just fly into space. Like, press when they saw this apparent like from behind closed doors minds blown right so we were hyped and finally seeing it it lived up to that dude um but yeah unfortunately it is now coming out in 2021 yeah that hurts so bad that that oh god damn it man (laughs) like you hate to see it but you man what if okay follow me right do -hmm. you think that this game really has the potential to be the greatest Star Wars game we played this generation. <laughs> like, yes, or like, absolutely, hundred like, percent. Over Fallen Order, over. Oh yeah. Oh, easily. Damn, easily, yo, bro. Oh. Because here, here's the thing: those original Lego Star Wars games are still some of the best Star Wars games that have ever come out. I mean, you're not still. wrong. You're not wrong. You're not. So wrong. like. So taking what worked so well about them, like with the humor and then just like the really fun, simple pick up and play aspect and then making it like a high budget feeling production. Yeah, I think it could beat Fallen Order as the best Star Wars game, especially if you're tying it specifically to the nostalgia of the movies and like all those moments like, yeah, it could it could knock it out of the park. Dude, I can't wait. I wonder, man, do you think that they would add some original stuff that is canon to the overall canon of Star Wars. In a similar think, vein to, like, hearing the uh, Palpatine, like, you know, uh, transmissions in Fortnite. Even though Fortnite it's not canon, but the concept right. of those transmissions are canon. And the first time we saw it was in Fortnite. Like, I, it, being, yeah. it being canon, you know. I think they can and they will because 
uh, Lego Force Awakens was the last Lego Star Wars game. Okay. And in that game, you found out how 3PO got the red arm. Didn't we find that through a comic as well, right? I don't know. I think. I have no idea. But there is a bonus mission where it shows you the journey he went on to get the red arm. So. That's hot. That's hot. Uh, next up, Marvel officially is doing a Fortnite season. It's out now. It's so impressive. It's so impressive. Uh, tell me what is impressive about it. Tell me and the viewers. Oh, oh, uh, I mean, I mean, it's a full bow pass full of Marvel stuff. So we got, we got She-Hulk, right? We got mm. a classic looking Wolverine that looks. God, I want to buy that skin yeah, so bad. Wolverine wanna... skin looks really oh good. My God, I want to buy that skin so bad, man. Oh, that one looks fire. Um, there's of course the, the the likes of Iron Man. There's there's a really cool uh, group that I think has Rocket Raccoon as well, but I don't think Rocket Raccoon's playable. I think it's just group, but you have some accessories where you can add him. You could add mm-hmm. Baby Groot as a backpack too. I saw in the Battle Pass. Like mm-hmm. it's a full Marvel theme. Uh, Doctor Doom's in there as well. Like there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff in here, and I thought yeah, and it looks fire. And there's Galactus coming as well. Yes, the the big Fortnite season-ending event has been teased, and it is going to be Galactus, which is pretty cool. Um, Donny Cates, who is the current writer for Marvel Comics on Thor, uh, he did a Guardians of the Galaxy run that I read last year that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has been writing Venom. People love that Venom run. I haven't checked it out yet, but let me tell you, Donny Cates is a good writer. Um, I, I think he wrote something for Fortnite. I guess there's some like original Marvel comic thing in the game. Yeah, like, he wrote it. I did. I didn't read it. Read it. Read it. But I saw it in like mm-hmm. a recap video of like, yeah, they they have these things that, uh, which I didn't. I, I'm not really that into Fortnite anymore. You know what I'm saying? But so right. like, I, I've been checked out for a while. But I knew that they did something similar with the whole. Um, Oh my god, why am I forgetting his name? Deadpool type thing as well. Right. When they did that whole thing, so yeah, pretty cool. So, um, I reinstalled Fortnite the other day, played it for the first time since before Chapter 2 began, Um, deleted it within 10 minutes. Damn, damn. So, I'm a huge Marvel fan, this, this, it can't get me. It's cool though, (laughs) it can't get me back. Dude, it's just, like, I wish I got that cap skin, and I don't want to make the same mistake again you know so i think i might hop in just to get the wolverine skin will i ever play fortnite again for like a serious tone probably not but at least i will Mm -hmm. look damn good in it you know yeah i'll say this too i don't know if this was on cross circle or what but i'm 99% sure i said at the game awards one year the russos were going to announce a fortnite marvel battle pass Mm. and the world thought i was crazy but look at look at us now guess who was right damn it's true. And you know what? I'm just a little bit salty that I paid money for a Star-Lord skin that barely looks like Star-Lord, and now we have, like, comic-accurate versions of Marvel characters. Like, okay, Epic. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Man. Um, what if they do, like, mm-hmm. an Infinity War time travel type thing in the future season where they have to go back and get those old skins and make them comic accurate for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know what? Actually, that's a that's a good point because I saw um, with that that Aquaman skin, you can get like different variations of it. So yeah. if they made 
a variation of the Star Lord skin that's actually Star Lord, I, w- I would be completely fine. Okay, <laughs> that's so. that's that that's all they gotta do. Deal. Yep. Uh, next up, Hitman Three. You're gonna be able to get a free upgrade to the PS5 version if you buy the digital version. Uh, Xbox, if you buy it on Xbox, it's getting smart delivery, no problem for Series X. Mm. Um, so. I just like talking about Hitman any chance I can get. So did you, you see go. the little jab that they did at Black Ops Cold War? Yes, I oh did. Oh my god, it was so uh, funny. Yeah, which yeah, uh, listeners, if you, if you didn't see that, Black Ops Cold War is like there's the PS4 version, there's oh, a seventy dollar version that like not. lets you get both versions. There's a eighty dollar version that maybe doesn't let you get both. Like I don't, no, I'm looking up as we speak. Hold on, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this really, really quickly. If you want to fill some air, uh, but okay, you know what? Maybe uh, well, I'm not. I'm while fine. Kevin's looking, yeah. uh, we have seen that former Bungie staff is coming to three four three to help quote ship Halo Infinite. So that game's a far ways out. Um, and lastly, officially, Netflix has confirmed the Resident Evil Netflix original series is real. We have a plot synopsis. It is about Albert Wesker's two daughters in new raccoon city uh investigating the shadiness of umbra it has nothing to do with the games and um it sounds like it's more of a prequel to the like the resident evil films like the live action ones kind of uh uh, which is a bit of a bummer um i would have loved if they just made a season about the mansion like just do re1 of like exploring that mansion do like six episodes um but i will give this a shot you know right worst case it could just be fun horror stuff like the guy they have writing it wrote season four of supernatural which first five seasons of that show were pretty good so i'll give it a shot Mm, mm, mm. yeah like so is the main thing is that like it's it's not connected to the games that well and it's more of like the movie side which i know like not a lot of people love as far as i'm aware with resident kind of like wesker is the main villain kind of of resident evil mm. and having a show about his daughters investigating like his shady corporate side i feel like is kind of cool mm. um and some of the stuff i love about resident evil where it comes to the corporate stuff um but the, the the pitch has this weird thing of like oh one of his daughter i think like his daughter billy wesker uh saw into the future a world that's overrun by mutant mutated zombies everybody has the t-virus and it's like that sounds like where we left off with the resident evil films like the world's ended everything's mad max desert and there's just bats and giant monsters everywhere right so like pitching that imagery i don't know what they're going for interesting interesting so okay i did find all of it i'm gonna need like maybe a minute and a half to explain all this there's a lot here 90 here we go. second uh, timer starting now we're gonna start with the xbox since you're on xbox you will have to wait for the xbox series x standard edition to drop wait hold on god i'm really confused okay to drop if you buy the physical standard edition on xbox one you cannot upgrade to series x so that's very weird, number one, on the Xbox side. If you're buying the PS5 and want Black Ops Cold War, digital options are cross-gen bundle and ultimate edition. Physical option is standard PS4 edition, which upgrades to PS5 for $10 or 
standard PS5 edition, which is just a PS5 disc. Now there 50 is 50 seconds. Okay, here we go. Here we go. For everyone planning to get a physical edition of Black Ops Cold War, physical standard of PS4 will upgrade to PS5 for $10. Physical standard of Xbox One cannot upgrade to Xbox Series X. Physical standard of PS5 only includes PS5 version, so you cannot play the PS4. You cannot play the PS5 standard edition on PS4. And physical standard of Xbox Series X includes Xbox One copy. In conclusion, it's weird and it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I'm probably just going to wait to buy it on PS5. There we go. 10 seconds left. Anything else? Um uh uh not much. Um yeah, it's 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 weird. It's weird. I don't understand why it's as complicated, but here we are. 0 seconds. Don't waste your time talking about me. We just did it for you. I missed you. Um cool. Oh, Kevin, we're rolling into a new segment for this show. Oh shit. Here we go. As we know, Arkham Watch is no longer. It is now Gotham Knights. Arkham Watch never existed. So. Uh, oh, we're rolling from one song to another. <clears throat> oh. Oh, I just can't wait for next gen. All right. Next gen news. Okay. Uh, today we're recording on the eve, or no, the, the night of Gamescom opening night live. And we got a look at a game that I think is the only game we've seen so far that really showcases next gen, and that is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Mm. So, mm. uh, let's talk about this game for a little bit. Why not? Um, I really love Ratchet and Clank. I've talked about it before. You are newer to the series, correct? You've only played the remake on the PS4? Yes, indeed. Right. Um, but you really like that game a lot, don't you? Yes, I did. I did enjoy it very much. Mm-hmm. So very, very it, it was, it was, I, it, it was a little bit shocking, honestly. Like, like how, like, not that I thought it was gonna be bad, but how much I loved it. Like going away mm-hmm. from it, like I was like, oh man, like that was that was genuine fun. So definitely, mm-hmm. um, Ratchet and Clank obviously has been around since the PS2 days. Um, Insomniac's Spyro follow up. And while I have a fondness for Sly Cooper, right, um, I probably spent more time in a single game in one of those series with Sly 2, but the Ratchet and Clank series is the one that continued for a reason. Like, <laughs> Damn. Damn. Um, like, Sly 3, Jack 3, both kind of meandered a little bit. Ratchet and Clank, since the second one, has pretty much for mainline entries has been all killer no filler and seeing them return like seeing insomniac clearly has still so much love for these characters is so refreshing as a playstation fan when we see studios like naughty dog and sucker punch and uh media molecule even have these really great iconic looking mascots that have really clever game design really unique worlds and leave them in the dust. Like, I just really love that Insomniac continues to find new ideas with Ratchet and Clank, and they have been for three generations at this point. Right, right, right. 
So looking into Rift Apart, uh, today we saw a really solid, I'd say probably five-ish minute demo um, that showcased the reason why it's a PS5 game, and that's because it takes full advantage of the SSD. Uh, we, we assumed this when it was revealed at the PS5 event earlier this summer, where we saw gameplay mechanics of Ratchet and Clank basically warping across the map instantaneously, um, trans transferring yourself to completely different worlds and planets and environments with different weather effects and particle effects, enemies, render distances, seamlessly without loading screens. So it really does take advantage of what Cerny has been pitching the PS5 to be with the SSD, the speed, the convenience, and the way games can be designed around the new possibilities. And I think it just shows so well. So for you, as someone who is newer to the Ratchet & Clank series, one, do you think what was shown today is interesting to you as a follow-up to the 2015 remake? And two, what does this do for you in terms of your excitement for the possibilities of PS5? So one, uh, it's just Ratchet & Clank, like in that whole thing. Uh, it's impressive in terms of like seeing the bigger world there is in this universe that mm -hmm. I'm unaware of from the you know produced games that I didn't play and everything, um, and seeing like fans like you were like getting excited like uh, when we went to that pirate uh, you know planet mm -hmm. or whatever how you represent yeah like that was from I think Ratchet and Clank two I believe or or, or Quest for Booty Quest it's for the Booty. second in the future trilogy so yeah that, still technically a two yeah yeah that that whole thing like definitely being exposed to the broader Ratchet and Clank lore is something that I think definitely is enticing for sure. Um mm -hmm. and whether I played the previous games before this comes out or not, like I'm at least excited that they did assure those that, you know, aren't familiar with the rest of the lore that hey, you know, you can jump into this one uh and completely make sense and get a lot out of it. You know, it's just that you're gonna get bells and whistles if you're an old time band. Uh, which is really mm -hmm. cool to see that as well. But from a hardware perspective, in terms of how the game ran on PS5, uh, the loading times are crazy, right? Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, especially with... This is, I think, the first time we saw what Mark Cerny was talking about on Road to PS5, where he was... Not my podcast, Road to PS5, but the actual right, his, presentation, his called, presentation at GDC. Yeah, called, called Road to PS5 as well. Um, right. Which, when that went live, I was like, damn it, like, like shit, like goddamn it's a fuck. But beside the point, um, uh, you know, seeing how he was talking about how, like, yeah, like I mean, we are gonna be able to, you know, like no longer have those, uh, you know, oh let's let's shimmy in the tight space to load this area or, uh, you know, which I did, I think I saw one. I, I'm not sure if it actually was. I I wanted to ask you a little bit, but when they were waiting for the train to pass, I'm like, is that? A hidden one too? No, 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 no. I don't think so. Because the thing is, I think the train came back in gameplay later. So I think it was just just sort of like thing level that progression. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perhaps. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But um. But no, nonetheless, like seeing how you know you were able to warp to different worlds and stuff like that, like l legit super fast. Um. I think that that is a great way of showing, uh, from like not as a not. Like, not as a daunting game 
to display the power of that and what that could actually entail for future games. Right. Like, I think having it in Ratchet like having a very straightforward example, like, yeah, like, you are going through through different worlds, through different dimensions, if you will. Um, yeah. And, like, seeing it from that perspective and seeing how, you know, that could be translated into future games and future hardware, like, what is God of War going to do? What is, right, you know, right. Frozen Wilds going to do? Not Frozen Wilds. For Ben and What's going to do for and different West. stuff like that, so... Spider-Man yeah. as well, you know. I think you make a very good point because based on everything we've seen so far, and I think the reason why I say this game is the first game that really feels next-gen to me that we've seen over the past like eight months is because from everything else, next-gen this time is not about visuals, right? Like there's, there's ray tracing, right? And there's like some better lighting and obviously you can get 4K more frequently. But still like in a significant way the jump from 1080 or 2k to 4k is less impressive than the even the like the ps3 to ps4 jump so you it's not really the best like the best way to sell quote unquote next gen i think now is more like this like showcase why the ssd is a big deal and that's what the demo did yeah yeah so definitely definitely like um, like it's almost like it's like not obviously it's in tech it's supposed to be rising and clanking of course but like it's almost like the best tech demo we've ever seen yeah in terms of like presentation like hey like you can look at this and there's plenty of examples in the gameplay and probably as you're playing i'm sure you know of what the ps5 can do but it's also first and foremost a rising and clank game yeah, because you know. the thing is, Ratchet and Clank usually you like most of the time. Whenever a Ratchet and Clank game hits, it's one of the best looking games on the on the PlayStation at that point. Like the Future Trilogy on the PS3, every time one of those came out on the back of the box, it's like finally, it's like I can play a Pixar movie. And they've said that with every single Ratchet and Clank since <laughs> that PS3 game. Yeah, for like and for a reason because they always look great. So obviously rift apart looks visually fantastic there's tons of particle effects all the the colors the damage everything looks great but i think you're making another good point where like that's not the focus like ratchet and clank always looks beautiful and always looks like one of the best games you can get in that current time when they show it and release it but the highlight is absolutely on the mechanics here and i think i think that was a very clever way to show it and uh conveyed it very well and i'll back you up i think it might be the best uh tech demo we have seen because it's an actual game yeah yeah for sure for sure for sure um as far as i'm concerned right now that is the reason i will be buying a ps5 Mm. you'll love to see it so you'll love to see it because like yeah, it's Insomniac, so maybe Miles gives me a genuine reason outside of just the hype for a new Spider-Man game. But uh, I'm curious. I, like, I wonder if any of those limitations they had in place for Spider-Man on the PS4 are lifted with Miles, or if those limitations are lifted for Spider-Man 2. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, definitely. I mean, yeah. for me, I think Knee-Jerk, it's definitely still Miles, I feel like, in my eyes. You know, just like mm-hmm. seeing, like, really quickly, like, seeing what how Lost Legacy was still Uncharted, right? Yeah. And trimming the fat and just having just what makes Uncharted Uncharted there. I think the same Mm -hmm. can be done for Spider-Man. Even though, like, I feel like there's not a lot of fat on Spider-Man PS4. But, you know, to have this focus story on Miles and stuff like that, like, I think it's going to be fire. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, and 
Oh, we should mention this quickly because uh, we didn't really put this in anywhere else. But um, I, the PS5 is doing a really weird raffle system for pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and with that and the fact that right now the reason I'm excited for Miles Morales is because I love that character and it's another Spider-Man game, Lost Legacy style. Again, has yet to be seen, but I don't think they've shown any reasons of like why Miles can only be played on PS5 where Ratchet did, you know? So mm. because of this weird backwards pre-order system that I might not even get a pre-order, I don't even know how much it's going to cost and I signed up for pre-order access. Like I, I'm less inclined to like lose sleep over trying to get a PS5 for a game that doesn't need to be PS5 versus waiting a couple months because Ratchet and Clank we learned is a launch window so presumably within six months of launch so I I think I might be okay waiting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So what about you? Does that does that pre-order thing sway you at all? I mean, if I don't get in, I'm. I mean, like. I'm going to go out of my way and try my best to get a pre-order secured, right? Yeah. But if I don't, I mean, like, it is what it is. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely still going to go out and try and get one for sure. Um, I think now that I, like, chill on it more, I'm definitely more inclined just to get the digital edition, though. Yeah. I think that's the one I'm going to get. Like, I think that there's, like... I just don't think that I'm going to really use the Blu-ray player as much as I do. Like, I barely use it now. I barely mm-hmm. use it now. You know? So. Yeah, you're right. We'll see. Because, like, I'm keeping the PS4. The PS4 is now going to be a Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I see. When I upgrade. But. Right. Um, Yeah, any final thoughts on Ratchet & Clank? I, I've been wanting to replay the, uh, the two trilogies and Nexus since it was revealed and i i think i might try to find a ps3 online somewhere and uh maybe stream them but because like it's a bummer i would have tried ps now but only like two of them are on ps now yeah yeah i'm i'm i oh, man i i i'm likely going because i know a lot of them are actually on beta which is like that will help me really if i want to stream it i can play it but right. uh, you know but we'll see we'll see yeah we'll see mm-hmm. i'm i'm definitely think if if anything if I do, I'm more sold on the process of playing through them. Streaming them is a whole other thing that I don't know how I'm going to get around, you know, right, right. logically. But. Yeah, because I know the original trilogy is on Vita, but yeah, again, it's hard to stream those yeah, it's, on it, Vita because I don't think you can. Like, you can ship your Vita out, I've read, and, like, get a capture card put in there with the HDMI mm-hmm. out, but, like, I don't want to ship too much. I don't want to ship my Vita out. You know, it's a cold world out there. I don't know what could happen to my precious Vita, you know. I don't know if he's ready to face the world on his own, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, clearly, uh, oh, I just can't wait for next gen. <laughs> uh, I did not know how to close that out. <laughs> um, fire. Also, it's weird because, like, after these past two weeks, I can kind of wait for next gen. <laughs> but you can't, so the, the song still works. Absolutely. Um, it is time for POTS. POTS, 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 POTS. POTS is a light one this week. Um, again, we're talking next gen. We're looking forward. Uh, we're on a clock, Kevin. We're on the we're on the damn clock. I, I think 
again, I think you're on a tighter schedule clockwise than I am at this point, but I think it's safe to say there are a fair amount of games that once the PS5 hits, you're not going to touch these games. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Right, right. So, like, if you really want to play them, if you really want to put them on your GG, if you really want to be like, I have an opinion on this game because I played it, you got to get it done before the PS5 hits. Yeah. Yeah. So. We we had, we have a list, I believe, right? I think you have a list mm-hmm. as well. Um, yep. I know that as we're talking, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that one, that one too. That one too. Right. So. My other just like this is what I thought of off top ahead. I'm sure there's a lot more. I'm, I'm I'm sure there's some that I have said that are not on this list that I'm going to remember now. You know, but right, definitely. But yeah. Um, why don't you you want to just do like popcorn back and forth? Maybe we have some overlap. We'll see what happens. Absolutely, absolutely. Why not? All right. Uh, why don't you hit me with one? What do you want to play before you get your PS5? All right. This one uh, famously had a very long development cycle. Very long. Spanned multiple generations. Um, and I know it came out to like kind of like I think eh, reviews. I don't think people loved it as much as they wanted to, but I don't know whose fault that is as you know as a stance. But The Last Guardian. Oh. <laughs> Did you think it was Kingdom Hearts three? Because I know. No, I was oh. making a face at the camera that entire pitch. I thought you were gonna say Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, did it have a long development cycle? Oh, I, I don't remember those. That was gonna be a PS three game, dude. Bro, I. I was not looking for Final Fantasy before Seven Remake. I gotta tell you, that's like, fair. That's I didn't. Fair. I didn't know anything. Like I didn't know jack yeah. shit about it. So yeah, fifteen was revealed. I think in two thousand six. You're joking. Wait, are you serious? Well, it was. It was originally called Versus Thirteen, and then it was rebooted. Uh, original director Nomura, who did does Kingdom Hearts and did Seven, uh, or Katasa did Seven also. But regardless, um. It was originally Final Fantasy Versus 13, got rebranded to be Final Fantasy 15 when the new director was brought on at E3 2013. So, Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But Last Guardian, please. Yeah. Um, this game I don't know a lot about, and I'll probably just mention it as well because you go hand-in-hand the same developer. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus as well is one of those yes. on that list uh, for sure. Um Probably play Shadow first. I think I think Shadow probably is a little bit more pertinent. I think in terms yeah. of like overall like something that I want to check out from a esteemed game back in PS2 days um, as well. Uh, but mm-hmm. Last Guardian as well to a to a similar degree that like I know we got a lot of buzz when it when it was officially like yo it's actually happening this time like for real. Um, so yeah, those are games that I don't know a ton about. I know in Shadow, I think you're. You're defeating giant beast, I think. That yeah. I think I, I've heard it's compared to like the same process, kind of like Zelda, where you do the same thing in a Breath of the Wild specifically, like we do a sure. similar thing, I think, as well. Um, and I don't want to know a lot about Shadow, you know, so I just want to go in and just see what it's like. Um, mm-hmm. and definitely, I feel like it's important, you know, to be a PlayStation fan and at least experience some of the great hits, which Shadow is definitely, definitely one of them. Yeah, I love Shadow, and knowing your taste in games and stories in games and atmosphere, I think you would probably really like it. Um, Hell yeah. Controls might be a bit of a hurdle, but you 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 played PS2 games, you you'll get it. Yeah. Um, and I've heard that they they tweaked it as well and modernized it a little bit, right? A little bit, but yeah. not that much. Um, okay. Yeah. We'll see. But 
Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I love Shadow. I have yet to play Last Guardian. I own Last Guardian. I got it in an E3 sale one year, and I still haven't played it. So. Yeah, I know I own Shadow, but I don't know if I own Last Guardian. But I'm sure it's not that expensive now. You know. Yeah, probably sure. not. Yeah. Yep. Um, let me hit you with one that I have been meaning to play since like the beginning of Cross Circle. Holy shit! The one that way back. Uh, oh wait, I think I know this. I think I know. I, I think I'm still mad at you for not playing this. But go ahead. I think I know which I one it is. I think. I don't think so because I don't know why you would care about this. Uh, oh, Yakuza okay. Zero. Oh, never mind. Yeah, no, 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 no. Never mind. Never mind. Not so, I I played like a third of Yakuza Kiwami when that came out, and I really liked it a lot. Mm. Um, but I, I was getting through it because Kiwami is a remake of Yakuza One. Uh, Yakuza Zero being a prequel that sort of rebooted the fran- or reinvigorated the franchise, brought it to a whole new audience, and. I loved, 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 loved so much about like the storytelling, the world, the characters of Kiwami to the point where I was like, I was texting Omar because Omar is a huge Yakuza fan. Um, I think he played through all of them this generation. And I was like, hey, I'm really liking Kiwami. Do you think it would be better if I just like stopped and then played Zero all the way through and then restarted Kiwami for just the added context? And he said yes, because Kiwami was made after zero even though it is a remake of the original so like they they treat that world and story as a continuation of zero rather than just a full remake of one okay and i just haven't had the time for zero i see i see okay but good choice good choice it's let me tell you it's any day now (laughs) as soon (laughs) as soon as i finish one game on my plate right not link's awakening because that's small but as soon as i finish ghost once Ghost is done, then I will start Yakuza Zero. I swear. Let's do it. Definitely, definitely. That's how it was with me with Oyer. It's like, listen, like I'm in between major stream series. Let's knock out these little ones that I've been wanting to get to. Right. You know. But uh, mm-hmm. definitely, I feel you on that. Hope you uh, start Yakuza soon. Bring your thoughts to the show, yeah. of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one I have. I think it might make you mad. I think. I think this one. Knack one and two. Hear me out. Hear me out. Look. Hear me out. Look. Listen to me. Listen to me. I, I I can't see you, but I know you're making the face, right? You know what I'm saying, Kevin. What are you talking about? Why are you even giving Knack the light of day? You know, Knack never lit the world on fire. Not even the sequel could do it. But I think that in spite of the memes, right? In spite of Mark Cerny loving this IP, right? There has to be something to this franchise, right? Like there has. Yes, I don't know, but I'm willing to find out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I assume the games can't be that long or that big or that massive, but I'm sure it's a nice story. <laughs> I think, like, like, there's an old man or something. Like you, you know what the games have? They have particle effects. That's it. I'm sure that... Listen, I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm, you know what? Let me let me just put this Dude, out here. I kind of want to make it the next stream series. I'm not going to lie to you. Listen, listen. <laughs> I you should only say hey we just finished the order as a one-off I'm gonna play knack one as a one-off and if you like it do to do not commit to two knack games out the gate <laughs> please don't because like Kevin I think I I'm know. the platformer guy right? right I you can't pay me to play knack I do not care but you've never 
But like, dude, you. I mean, what it, if it looks what if they're boring? Fire? No, it like it just looks boring. Like the level design looks bad. It looks super basic, and like nothing happens. It looks like the worst aspects of God of War, where it's like the original, where it's just like arena then move on to the next arena and then it's like really bad platforming dude like, i'm telling mark Strini, yo i'm telling mark Strini on your ass man you're you're being a little bit <laughs> a little bit too much on mark Strini's baby no <laughs> you know what he did that was good in his career he he worked on jack and daxter he worked on those games and he worked on ha- making them seamless games wow and then he's like oh i can make a i can make a full playstation now wow that's great that's wonderful Wow. Please continue to be the architect for the next nine PlayStations, right? Wow. And ship your knack games, but like, dude, why? Genuinely, why? Listen, now now I'm more inclined to just check it out now. I, I, oh, man. Because here's the thing, like, I don't like to not see a whole story through. Right? So if I know that there's a second, like, I, I gotta check it out, you know? So, like, I, because I... They can't be like thirty-hour massive things. There's no way. They're probably what at max nine hours, right? At least, maybe even less. You know. Uh, looks like. Yeah. What what's... do you want the completionist numbers, or do you want? No, let's say like the the average, you know, player count for both NAC one and NAC two. What are we looking at? Uh, each one or NAC one looks like eleven hours. NAC two looks like fourteen. Okay, so about the same ballpark. Okay, that's not it's not horrible. It's not, you know. It's not it's not But together that's like thirty. Twenty-five, you know. Twenty-five. Well, whatever, dude. It's my lucky number. En- enjoy Nack. Dude. But it's just what if it's fire? <laughs> what if we just don't know? Like But like we know. But do we We know. Like I think I think the problem is that we don't know a lot about Nack. I think that the people have played it for some reason. They're they're quiet. They're not talking shit it, about it, but they're quiet. It, if you want a good original platformer game from the PlayStation generation, PS4, play Astrobot. I thought I could only like, play that on VR, right? You can. That's it. So then I can't, dude. What is this? What is this? I can't. I can't play it. I need to buy a VR. One thing on my list. Um, <laughs> this one's simple. Like, again, I'm just waiting on um, my friend because I own Resident Evil 7. Mm. This year I have played through Resident Evil 2, 3, 4, and 5. Right. And I'm my friend has been in North Carolina recently. Uh, we co-opt RE5 together, made the game much better than it would have been solo, and I was like, hey, we're going to do six together because six is the worst one. It's going to be better if we play it together. And he just hasn't been home for like a month. Mm. So it's unfortunate. Um, as soon as he's back, we're going to do RE6 and then I'll do RE7. So I'll be caught up for eight. Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what I'm doing with Resident Evil. You know, I've only played two and three remake and I, and I haven't mentioned that yet. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Honestly. I'm doing. I mean, definitely RE4 Remake is where, yo, bring it on. You know, right, give me the right, dates. Right. You know, 
Yeah, I think I think honestly, if you wanted to, you could probably just go straight to seven because seven came out before two and three remake, and they took some DNA from seven. Right. And seven is kind of a soft, well, not really a reboot because it's the same timeline, but it's a reintroduction through a new character who has nothing to do with the main storyline. Um, Chris Redfield is in eight. He has a very very minor role towards the end of Resident Evil 7 and Chris is one of the main characters but other than that it really has nothing to do with the other games so if you want it to be in and hyped up for 8 when it launches next year then yeah I think you could just go straight to 7 I'm trying to remember if I have it on PS Plus but if not I think that'd be a great October game yes 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 dude if I can play Resident Evil 7 in fucking October honestly I might Yo, I might. Talking about uh, themed October streams, right? Full circle, going back to the Arkham City idea. I had an idea. I'd have to, like, map out how long this would take. But considering all the... On the PlayStation 4, all the canon stuff that happens in the Resident Evil timeline in the Raccoon City incident happens within 48 hours. Mm, Yes. I was thinking of doing, probably start this one a little earlier, maybe at like 9 p.m. Uh, start Resident Evil 3 up until Jill passes out. Switch over to one of the like the B-side campaigns of RE2, probably Leon, because I know Leon B better. Um, play through all of Leon's B campaign because, again, timeline-wise, the RPD incident happens when Jill is passed out. Right finish leon's campaign pick up from carlos in the hospital in three and then play to the end of three again all in one night yeah i'm i feel like that's definitely doable i think especially like how it many is. times that like, you have played like re2 remake mm-hmm. and you've definitely got yeah. that got that down to like a three hour play time you know definitely uh i think yeah i think my time on leon b earlier this year was like 220 oh yeah bro come on that's a breeze and re3 i played twice and on my second playthrough granted i played it on easy um i got through in like i think 206 yeah so you're like probably what like a four or five hour stream yeah 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 you know so i think i think it's doable i just think it would be a lot of fun honestly i i like that i like that maybe maybe take a you know hey as i mean it's definitely gonna feel long because the longest streams I've done were The Last of Us, where right. I think first night we did like a six-hour stream, mm-hmm. and then the majority of them were five-hour streams. I think like the the shortest one was like three hours, but yeah. we would do a nice little like two-hour stretch, you know, we'll get up, use use the restroom, chill out, you know, but mm-hmm. definitely, definitely doable. Yeah. Another one I got... Um, I'm trying to think of which one I want to bring up more. Actually, I think this one might be a little bit... Mm. Mad Max. Okay. I Good know pick, dude. That is exactly the type of pick. I know a lot of people fucking love that game. Right. Right. And I feel like I would love that game, too. Just looking at it. You know, seeing what it's about. You know, having an Arkham-style combat a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, my only Fourier into Bad Max is Fury Road, which I watched recently. Um, Excellent movie. Oh, my God, dude. Like, how did, how did they even shoot some of those things? Like, I was like, damn, this is really impressive. Very, very yeah. cool. Like, when they go into the storm in the movie, too. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, yeah. 
I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. that's fucking lit. Uh, that's how it looks in Phoenix with a boob. No, it, no, it, no, it, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But I kind of wish it did because that looked dope. But yeah. uh, it seems like this game, Ma- like Mad Max, which I'm forgetting. I know the developers are famous, but I'm forgetting who the fuck developed it now. It's uh, it's oh, not Avalanche. I, it's it's something. Hold on, I got it. I got it. I got it. So I I think that is a perfect pick because that is absolutely what I pitched at the beginning because like. Yakuza Zero. Even if I own a PS5, I'm still gonna play Yakuza Zero. Yeah. Like, but Mad Max is one million percent the game I pitched. Where it's like, if you do not play this before you get a PS5, you're never playing it. Yeah, it's it's not it definitely it's not happening after this. So it's twenty. It released in 2015. Um, it was developed by Avalanche Studios Group. Right. I think I just get confused because there's two studios named Avalanche. Right. 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 Yeah. Avalanche Studios. It was published by Warner Bros. It, in in of entertainment, so right. Uh, yeah, I I've heard a lot of a lot of good things about this game. Um, I don't know if slash when I'm actually going to do it, but it has definitely always been on my radar since I first saw it. You know for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe maybe nice. maybe one day I just give it and just do it. But Mad Max definitely is on the old radar. Very nice. Uh, next up, real simple one. You you love this game. Uh, I've been wanting to play it mm. since it came to the Switch. Wait, what? Okay, never mind. Oh, uh, wait. Do I? Know? And I just I here's the thing. I tried the demo of it recently, and I was like, okay, I like how this feels. So the next time I really want to play this type of game, this is the one I'll play, and that is Ori. Out of boy, out of boy, out of boy. There so. we go. There we go. I made up taste. I want to play the sequel so fucking bad, bro. I, I'm sure. Oh my god. I'm sure it'll come. I want to play it so bad, man. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Well, what if it doesn't? I think it will. Because here's I really like, think it will. yeah. The, their next Moon Studios, their next game is not an Xbox exclusive, right? And the way they talked about Ori recently, I think there was an interview. They were like, uh will it come to the switch and the answer the studio gave was like the way like the type of answer they gave is like a definitely like they've tried to get it on switch so they have it was too specific to like oh maybe it will maybe it won't it was like hmm. yeah it's just a matter of trying to get a good frame rate like something like that you know yeah yeah because i think that's the biggest hurdle i think like not so much like from the xbox side but just from the side of like can that game can they get it to a state where it can run you know, and yeah. like still look gorgeous. Like, even if I have to sacrifice like the visual fidelity of what the Xbox One has, which like to be fair, of course, the original Ori looks better on Xbox and PC, whatever, right? But right. if we can get it to be on par with the original Ori on Switch, I'm completely fine with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm fine with that. You know, mm-hmm. if we can get it to there, I'm down. But yeah, that's a great pick. Definitely play Ori. Had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, the first Xbox game I ever beat. Nice. Which is wild, but uh, had a lot of fun with it. It was a great one, definitely a great one, good one, good pick, good pick for me. Thank you. You know, being in the dome this last weekend, you know, got me got me thinking a lot. You know, I recall playing the Arkham trilogy, sorry, the quadrilogy, whatever you all call it, the Arkham right. storyline. It was great. It was fantastic, right? A grand old time, right? Yes, I know. Yep. But I've been hearing a lot, right? And I've and I've and I've been seeing a lot of lore. Right about this other DC storyline, 
that has also been turned into a game format that I do want to experience as well. That is Injustice 1 and 2. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what did you okay. think I was going to say? <laughs> I thought you were going Telltale Batman. That one as well. That one That one as well. But yeah. uh, I just think the Injustice concept is so fucking cool. You know? Like, I just mm-hmm. think that whole synopsis is fire that, like, I definitely want to see through. Uh, and, sure. and and it's a genre that I don't play a lot. Like, I don't play a lot of fighting games, you know? I, yeah. I, I have before, but, like, it's definitely a genre that I haven't really experienced. But I do I do want to, and I'm pretty sure I have the whole Batman Telltale uh, through PS Plus. I'm pretty sure I do. You might, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think that, you might. I'm pretty sure that, like, I've looked and I made sure that it wasn't just the first episode. Like, it was all of them. I'm pretty sure it's all of them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely those two, but definitely Injustice. Seems like it'd be fun. I've been meaning, like, not been meaning to, but it's been a while since I've played a fighting game. So that would also kind of fill that, you know, just see what's up with it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great stories. Yeah. So I've heard. So I've heard. Yeah. So I've heard. Yeah, and as a huge Green Arrow fan, like Green Arrow is in my top five favorite superheroes of all time. Uh-huh. Uh, well fed from those games. Mm. He has great content in both of them. Hell yeah. So. Okay. Good old Oliver Queen. I feel that. I yeah. Feel that. Um, can I throw a trilogy at you? Yeah. I have a trilogy actually as well on this. So. I think we might have the same trilogy. Oh, shit. Uh, Tomb Raider. Damn it, we do. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> fire i honestly dude i'm really excited to play this trilogy i don't i'm a little i don't scared. know when oh okay why why are you scared i don't know i just feel like people shit on the third one you know I'm... like well, and it's from a different way, dev people... and stuff like that like i don't know think about this though people shit on uncharted 3 also wrong for the longest time wrongfully so but yes they do you know wrongfully so but yes indeed they do <laughs> they do shit on uncharted 3 yeah i love uncharted 3 but like maybe like granted i don't have experience with this new reboot series yet but like maybe that's the case you know maybe tomb raider 3 was just like not what people wanted that trilogy to end on mm-hmm. similar to uncharted and then it was just like in time you'll all see like maybe that was it <laughs> um time. but yeah Again, love Uncharted. Uncharted was inspired by the original Tomb Raiders, and seeing the Tomb Raider reboot be, at least when it first came up, sort of inspired by Uncharted in a way that just makes it more grounded, not necessarily the gameplay. Yeah. Um, because Tomb Raider is much more about stealth. It seems like from what I've seen. Um. I yeah, like it. I'm I'm ready. I think as soon as I can grab tomb raider one because i have two now as soon as i can grab one for a good price i'm diving diving in i'm very mm. excited to play these games mm. Mm. yeah yeah definitely um yeah i i'm definitely intrigued you know what i'm saying like especially to see like where crystal came from and what have mm-hmm. they been doing this generation primarily before avengers and all that um so i'm intrigued definitely definitely and yeah. like i mean like i know we talked about before recently but it's definitely in between this lull of like, okay, is there going to be another Uncharted? Is that what they're making at Sony, Sony San Diego? Are we even going to get one? You know, if I want to quench that thirst, I always have Tomb Raider, you know, to go back to right. that. You know, it's missing, of course, the characters, but hey, like the core adventure gameplay-esque type of thing, 
as far as I'm aware, I think Tomb Raider fulfills that. So, yeah, yeah. like same spirit, right? Like it's still like a campy action movie type yeah. deal. Yeah. And yeah, it doesn't have the same characters as Uncharted, right? But it's still Lara Croft, right? Like she's an icon, you know. Yeah, so like. Definitely. Everything I've heard about this take on her is great, and I like her partner that she works with in the games. Like I, I'm excited to see this huge video game IP franchise, like with the recent offering, you know? Because yeah. I, I've never played a Tomb Raider game. Period. Me neither. Like, ever. Mean. Yep. Mean. Mean. You so. don't know. I know my uncle loved Tomb Raider back in the day, mm-hmm. and he would always talk about it, but I just never played it. So nice. There we go. Um, I have one last one that I know on top of my head. Uh, Heavy Rain. Oh, I thought you were going to say the same game I had left. <laughs> oh, I mean, I probably agree. Like, if you think I'll agree, then probably. Sure, sure, yeah. But Heavy Rain, course by Quantic Dream. Uh, I haven't even played Beyond Two Souls, but I know that Beyond Two Souls, Beyond Two Souls wasn't the best received one. Um, but I did mm-hmm. play Detroit Become Human. I think Detroit Become Human is one of the most interesting stories this this generation i feel like it is an overlooked game that narratively like it is so cool with the drop become human that seeing the roots of heavy rain and seeing you know that whole thing which i know was it the origami the origami killer i think is that what it's called in heavy rain yeah I don't know, but like that whole concept seems fire uh, and to see where their roots came from, how much I loved the Trump Become Human, I think that I would like Heavy Rain as well. Pretty nice. sure. Yeah. And it came to PS4 as well. So that's a positive. So we'll see. Do we do we own that game from Plus? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. Because I know I own Beyond. I just didn't know if I owned Heavy Rain as well. Yeah. Do I own Beyond too? Is I Beyond own Detroit a- and I own Beyond from Plus. I know for sure. I don't know if Heavy Rain was included in either of those, but yeah. I, yeah, I know I own the other two. I know I bought Detroit. I have the copy right here, so I didn't get that off Plus, but I know Detroit was on Plus. Mm-hmm. Beyond was on Plus too. I'm like pretty sure. Damn, I don't. Okay, but I'm still not really inclined to play Beyond Two Souls, but you know, yeah, cool. If it's there. Um, oh, speak. I don't know why I missed this one. I didn't even think of this on the list. Um, Lost Legacy is still one I'm going to play. Um, Motherfucker. Again, soon. How the fuck is that not your last one? Because... Christian, I, like, this is the shit that pisses me off. Because <laughs> like, here's... No, here's the thing. Lost Legacy, again, is one that is just a... It's any second now. Dude, it's so Truly. good. I, you're going to fucking love it, dude. I know you are. I really hope I you do. It's great it's a great adventure it's so yeah i love chloe and for everything i've heard about lost legacy it will probably fix the things i didn't love about uncharted 4 oh like yeah yeah i i'm very excited to play lost legacy and again it's similar to yakuza as soon as one game goes down as soon as i have an opening in my rotation this is going in there definitely oh man i love lost legacy love it love it love it um the actual final one that i had written down my number five is hellblade oh that's a really good one damn it yeah that's a really big one too yeah 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 mm, that's a good one mm-hmm. ninja theory makes good games and for like the celtic inspired roots uh what i've heard about the game what it has to do with like mental health and stuff like that sounds fascinating um senwa looks badass <laughs> and like i know it's not a game that's 
about combat, right? That's not what this game is about. It's more about the journey you go on. Um, I'm very curious to see what becomes of that sequel. And at the very least, I would love to play the first one. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, yeah, because, you know, that... Uh, I guess maybe has a chance at coming to PS5 slash probably not, you know, ever, you know? Right. I mean, we've we've said a lot of things in the beginning of the generation that ended up happening, you know, like who the fuck saw crossplay coming, you know? Um, yeah, like I, I wouldn't say it's a definite no. Yeah, yeah, same. But I don't know if it's likely, right? Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Like it's probably yeah, unlikely, yeah. but like there's maybe like a slight chance that I could – maybe see it happening maybe but probably not but yeah i mean at least i get tasted the first one um i know like i remember a day where i was bouncing between like no i was still living at home and i had like three different podcasts up on deck right and i burned through Mm -hmm. all them and all three of them hit on hellblade and i was like damn like i really gotta play this game like damn like shit like a lot of people like it i just never got to it so I know mm-hmm. there's there's definitely a crowd for it for sure that loves Hellblade. Uh, that's a very good call, very, very good call. Yeah. For my um, yeah, for my shortlist on top of the list, you know, Spyro trilogy, Crash trilogy, as well as on there. Uh, but yeah, just to check those out. Yeah, um, I have to do Hitman two still. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I finished Hitman recently. Um, great, great great fun a lot of fun a lot of fun in there mm-hmm. big fan been, been meaning to play hitman 2 as well uh before hitman 3 for sure yeah I, I have the first level of hitman 2 installed um and again that's another thing of like i don't like playing a million games at once so like as soon as i have room for it in like the juggling between my like destiny and avengers type game where i'm constantly going back to my fall guys like the stuff i'm going to for story and like single player progression as soon as there's an opening it's like hitman lost legacy and yakuza are the ones that are in the circling for the near future yeah yeah definitely definitely so that definitely well uh if you want updated versions of these lists and probably the uh the other full version of what's on our our doc uh we both have GG accounts, we so do. we do. Look us up there. What's your out on GG? I'm checking that right now because I don't think it's. It might be TKD one two three. I think, but let me double check. Yeah, it seems to be TKD one two three. Yeah, yep, at TKD one two three. Uh, mine is at C H R I S C H U N nine seven. Chris Chan 97. Yeah, like you you definitely have like a more fleshed out G G account. I haven't gone back and like archived my entire gaming repertoire, you know? I've only so on mine, like I have all the games I've beaten in one list and that no, all the all the games I've beaten, right? On the mm-hmm. on the beaten list. And then for my two lists I have, I have games in twenty twenty and games in twenty nineteen. When I started tracking off of GG. So I have all yeah. the games I beat from last year and and this year so far. Yeah, I have games that beat, like, all the beaten, completed, abandoned, stuff like that. But for lists, I have 2017, 18, 19, Goaty, um, my personal top 50, rankings for the Assassin's Creed games I played, Resident Evil games I played, and the Pokemon games I played. Mm. So, 
Yeah. We're not sponsored, but man, it's a great app. I love it a lot. <laughs> also, I love the dude behind the app. I've 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 talked to him behind mm-hmm. the scenes sometimes. Very very nice gentleman, Sir Charles. Yeah. I think some. I forgot. I know that's his like, screen name, but he's a he's a very good dude. Ten out of ten. Yeah. So. Well, uh, that's what is on our plates for the upcoming months as we lead up to PS5 and potentially as I wait for Ratchet and Clank to get a date. Um, so until then, uh, Kevin, where can people find you? YouTube.com says Pledge and Source. Uh, we just started Order is an A6 uh, as well, so we'll probably keep doing those one-offs. Um, probably Order, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm just playing it by the year. You know, just kind of feeling what I'm feeling. Uh, mm-hmm. Perhaps we do do that knack one and two and see if Christian is wrong and see if there is some yeah, maybe. some value in knack. We'll see. I don't know. But uh, you can check all that out as well on YouTube.com. As well as our Twitter at PSOurceVids and my personal one at the KDAs123. So all that good stuff there. Very nice. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at Chris and Buckley. Like I said, Link's Awakening on Twitch. Uh, probably going to be done by Sunday, most likely. Uh, because next week on that Twitch account, streaming a hell of a lot of Avengers, going through as much of that story as I can in the days leading up to launch. Because I am getting it unlocked Monday night at midnight. Beautiful. So Beautiful. most likely doing a midnight stream until I get tired. And then throughout the week leading up to the full uh, normal launch, I'll be streaming as much of the story as possible. Um, but if you want more Avengers in depth, I've got a podcast, Excelsior, a Marvel's Avengers podcast hosted by myself and Jack Martin. Jack will unfortunately not be on the episode this week, but I will be recapping, like I said, the um, Road to A Day comic that sets up this take on the Avengers. That'll be live Saturday. Um, so, listeners of this year's podcast, if you're interested in that, check it out. It's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like this show. And listeners or YouTube viewers, if you have access to the Apple Podcast app, uh, we would very much appreciate if you went to the JoyClicks Gamescast podcast feed, gave us a rating, gave us a review because it helps the show out. Uh, and listeners, if you never go on the YouTube channel, maybe go over and uh, like the video or sub to JoyClicks because we are approaching 2,000 subs. I think at this point we are about 140 away. Damn, that's it. Everyone, yeah. just tell your grandma to, to subscribe. Yeah. You know, come on now. Yeah. So, um, I think that does it. Patreon.com slash JoyClicks is where you can go for more. If you want producer credit, you can go to the $5 tier, like Chris Sakas, who supports for My First Mon, but gets access and credit on the other podcasts as well. So, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Always. Uh, we just, I think... Okay, hold on. Uh, I think I can still bring this up without us crossing two hours this week. Okay. Very, very brief time capsule. Because by the next episode, I'm probably going to be done with the campaign of Avengers. Dude. I'm on the edge, man. Like, because I really want to see that story. But play for myself. I don't want to, like, know it off of someone else. You know what I'm saying? But, by the way, those are watching, if you want to know... I don't want to play it. Definitely check out Christian's streams, of course. But oh yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm because here's the thing, Kevin. I'm following this Play Avenger subreddit. They've been updating like a everything. The devs have been doing an everything you need to know about the game in specific chunks of like accessibility, 
promises for features, stability upgrades, um, roadmap stuff every single day this week. And then Monday, there's a new war table with a new hero announced and the actual post-game roadmap. I cannot wait for this game. Oh, man. Oh, man. I am stoked. Oh, man. There we go. All the good stuff. So, so uh, if you want in-depth impressions, that will most likely be here next week. But until then... Hope to see you on the streams in between, but it is pizza time. It's pizza time.